0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You've now tuned in to the Drawing Word Podcast, a powerful, thought-provoking discussion where we talk about family, relationships, ministry, community, and career. Let's see what exciting guests we have on our show today. Again, welcome everybody to the drawing board podcast where we talk about family, relationships, ministry, community, and career. I'll reintroduce them again, but I have some amazing guests on tonight. Some very powerful, God-fearing, influential women of God who are business owners in their own right and serving the community in various ways. Uh, to my right, I have Miss Tanea Hunter, better known as the Everyday Mentor. How you doing, Tanea? Doing good. Great. Welcome to the show thank you for having me not a problem now you are you are married to uh, a brother who happens to be uh involved in the oldest and the coldest uh fraternity known to man Mm. uh brother hunter i want to shout you out on here i could not uh bring your beautiful bride on without acknowledging you my bro oh six to the good bros all right (laughs) so uh, i do want to put out there that um Uh, you know the step competition. Okay, and I won't. I won't bring that up. Oh, I won't. I won't bring oh, that up. I won't bring that up. Oh, but uh, <clears throat> gamma lambda the Detroit chapter are are the hailing champs. All right,
1: just for the step though.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, what about chapter of the year? Uh, oh. I do know we have been reigning chapter of the year. So we conceded victory to uh, you remember. know, <clears throat> brother Hunter. <laughs> Listen, no, I'm joking. We are glad to have you on Taneya. and to my left. I have Miss Helena Williams. Miss Williams, it's so good to see you again. It seemed like we were just with each other like two weeks ago. Yeah, we were. (laughs) (laughs) And she is part of the devastating divas of Delta Sigma Theta, the invincible Inkster chapter. Yes, and involved in the Arts and Letters uh, Committee. Uh, where I was able and privileged, thank you for the opportunity, it was awesome. to come out. Job. And uh, mm-hmm. we did a meet and greet of the author, which I happen yes. to be the author. <laughs> you know? and, um, and it was also a vision board party. Yes. So um, that's a good model to follow, though, nice. uh, to have something that provokes you to thought, that stirs you uh, spiritually, emotionally, Definitely. intellectually, and then go to the books, because I've seen it done other ways where people are venturing through the books and looking for an image that reflects what they feel as opposed to acknowledging what they feel first and And then then, confirming it mm -hmm, with that image. That
2: was the best part about it. Yeah. Because you really stirred people's emotions and you really made them go back to say, hey, what do I need to do to make sure that I can ensure a brighter future for myself? So it really worked out well that way.
0: It, it sounded like we went to the drawing board. All right, no? But then you have a business called Elegance Manifested. I do. Yeah, and so uh, if you've ever seen, and I put on my post today, it is such a great thing when what you explain to your decorator in your vision that you are able to take that and manifest it in yes. a way that goes beyond what someone can think, imagine, and dream. That's right. Yeah.
2: It's a it's a blessing to be able to do that because I'm involved in people's life's moments. You know, when you get involved in weddings and baby showers, bridal showers, those things that mean so much to people that they reflect back on um, so many years later, you know, in pictures. And, you know, you want them to be able to look at that and be able to say, wow, you know, this was beautiful. I remember this moment. So I am blessed to be able to be a part Of so many different life moments for people, so yeah, I love doing what I do.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) And then Miss Latasha Chanel Spivey, better known as what the Clutch (laughs) Girl, (laughs) is that correct? Yes. All right, Clutch Girl. Well, tell me, what's Tasha and I go back? I mean, way back, back into time. Um, Do you realize? Don't age me. Yeah. Well, no, (laughs) I didn't age you like that. I'm sorry. She is so young and vibrant, (laughs) and these things are true, but. Uh, as far as us knowing each other, Tasha, we go back about 15 years.
3: This year will be
0: 15 years.
3: It'll be 15 wow. years. And I'm only 20. You're only 20. <laughs> I have been knowing
0: Tasha since she was five years old. No, I'm joking. But uh, we have been doing the work of empowering children and family for a long time. I mean, for a yes. number of years. And uh, we were part, and I'll say this boldly, I'll say it and I won't step back, I believe we were part of the best Head Start agency we in were. all of Michigan. Yes. Uh, you all know, For I, I felt I felt the hate coming through. The, I felt the hate coming through. Uh, but you know when we showed up at the Citywide at Cobo yes. Hall and you saw us in our Southeast Children all and right. Family Development Head Start coats that you wanted to get like us. We were dripping before there was ever a Not drip true. or a sauce or anything. So, um Big shouts out to all of my people doing great work from Southeast and to Tasha. To have you on the show is kind of like full circle because I know, it's amazing. Yeah, so uh, tell me, I know you are into media and to uh-huh. fashion. Like, tell Every me about night. how did you how did you get... Now, you always were fly. You always <laughs> dressed really nice. You always made sure your appearance was up. You always were encouraging, um, not just women, but particularly those who had become mothers to make sure that they maintained self-care, mm-hmm. that they made sure they, you know, didn't come out the house looking like who did it and what mm-hmm. for. And uh, tell me about that. How did you get interested in doing media and fashion?
3: Well, media came about because... I was listening to the radio one morning, Okay, listening to Mason in the morning. Shout out to Mason, I guess. All right. Um, And he was saying, like, what do you want to do with your life? What is it that you want to do? You should want to whatever it is that you want to do. You should it should be something you love and you're passionate about and something you wouldn't mind getting a check for. And I'm like, what do I like to do? And I was like, well, I like to talk. I know I can write well. So maybe I should go into broadcast journalism. I mean, I don't Mm -hmm. mind being seen, you know, be a reporter out there in the streets. Okay. so that's how I started the journey into media. But I've always written like that's been something I've done forever. Whatever my thoughts were, I write them down. Like I got journals and books of just things I wrote. So I decided to go into media and been on this media journey for about 10 years, I would say.
0: OK, great, great. Now Let me ask the question uh, as we circle around to Tanea. Now, Tanea, you also impact the lives of children and families and uh you are one that's always <laughs> I see you putting out there on your Instagram. uh, You say young lady, (laughs) you know, you make sure particularly that you are addressing young ladies to uh, make sure they raise their self-consciousness, their self-esteem, their self-awareness, how they perceive the world from their lens and not just on how the world perceives them. What led you down that path of empowering or coming to coin yourself or how did you get the name The Everyday Mentor?
1: uh the everyday mentor started well unofficially like um twenty sixteen I was going through a health challenge my body was just acting like like putting on the grandest display, and I ended up having surgery like within a four month period but what happened was I was involved with the network marketing uh company and I was going to Home parties and just doing things like that, but because of what was going on with my body, I was relegated to home work and church. I couldn't fit anything else in. And shared that with the girlfriend. She said, "Well, my network marketing company is doing um, like." Media, media, she said, so why don't you start, you know, getting online, just sharing things that, you know, giving tips about parenting and what have you. So, "Okay." but it started out as just like a two minute every day wanting to encourage people on the way to work. And then it evolved into, wait a minute, like, let me just start putting out some of the lessons my mom taught me, Mm -hmm. some of the lessons my aunt taught me, some of the lessons the mothers from church taught me because what I started to see is because I'm a um, case manager for those that receive government assistance I'm starting to see that we don't have the big mamas anymore so it's like even though I'm only 41 I feel like I have a story, I have something I can share, I have something that's been taught and imparted into me so why not share that with the next young lady who may not know or who may not have that from her mother and it just kind of evolved into just everyday sharing a tip, doing live videos, and just saying something to the young women because so often we think of mentors as the Lisa Nichols and the Ness Browns of the world. But what about grandma? What about your aunt? What about the beautician? Just the everyday mentor. And that's how it came about, and it's steadily evolving.
0: Awesome. So the everyday mentor, really like our heroes, uh, the ones who – are carrying the wisdom uh, The when I, when I think about church And I literally get this image uh, We break the bread of life Which mm-hmm. is Jesus Christ He mm-hmm. is the bread of life When I think about the pastors And the preachers that are coming I almost think about That they're carrying the bread You know mm-hmm. And um, you know I heard Bishop Jay said That Christianity can be coined To one beggar telling the other beggar Where they found the bread yeah. And I thought that was That's so good. powerful uh, When you shared that So I'm going to give this moment Because I feel like we're in that moment Go ahead I want you, Tanea, launch right now. There's a young lady listening that needs to hear a motivational piece. And start it out, everybody on three, we're going to say young lady, and then she's going to give us something powerful, okay? (laughs) Already on three. One, two, three. Young Young lady. lady.
1: Young lady, you have so much to live for. You have so much down on the inside of you. And it doesn't matter what your upbringing was, what you did not see from your mother, which you did not see from your grandfather, from your father, or even if you don't even know your father, God still created you with a purpose. He created you with Gifts and talents and by you surviving everything that you've survived to date thus far, you will help the next young lady that sees you because contrary to popular belief, somebody is looking at you. Somebody knows your story. Somebody knows that what you've been through. Somebody knows about the abuse. Somebody knows about the molestation. And they're wondering, how are you still doing what you're doing? How are you still going to school? How are you still working? How are you still raising your child in integrity? How are you still holding your head up? So don't be ashamed of where you came from because you are no longer there. So allow yourself the freedom to fully be you and to tell your story because you have value and somebody needs you because the next young lady is looking.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome, that was powerful. Yeah. Go ahead. I think we need to give some snaps right there. Yeah, yeah I know mm-hmm. all we need to, I know y'all out there, somebody just <laughs> shouted, "Hallelujah, I felt it too. That was awesome. That was powerful. It came from your belly. It came from wisdom. It came mm-hmm. from experience. It came from uh, being able to integrate stories of the lives of people we come across and being able to realize that the answer that you're looking for is in the wisdom of God. Amen. And so, uh, Helena, mm. I know when we talk about when we talk about values, what I felt greatly, uh, you can praise him if you need to. All right. It's OK. <laughs> we hey, listen, we love God. You can praise him. I know you thank just you, released. Father. Yeah. Mm. So uh, when we talk about values, we we hear the word elegance a lot, mm. but it's one of those mm. things that is not really taught. And so when I thought about your business, and it's called Elegance Manifested, Mm -hmm. like people can think, oh, that's a very pretty name. But when, when we think about elegance, like break that down for me. When God gave you the vision, what did you see?
2: Oh, wow. You know what? That's an awesome question because God did give me the vision. Um, and you know, I I told you before that I am a teacher by profession. Absolutely. But I'm a decorator by gift. Okay. And I'm just so grateful for the gift that God has given me. So even in the midst of teaching and so many things going on in our school district, you know, God kept giving me the picture. And the vision of decorating, because it was something that I always wanted to do. And so he told me and he just basically kind of spoke that that word to me, that particular name for my business, because he says that you're going to bring forth elegance into these people's events. Okay. so it was pretty much like not just we're going to go in here and do a little bit of decor but don't you going to go do a transformation there's going to be something there different that there's going to be a piece there with you when you come that i'm here with you when you come and that we're going to transform this particular room, we're going to transform this particular event. So in that transformation is where I kind of got that word elegance, you know, and the transforming of the room so that these people will have something to look back on to be able to when they walk into this particular place to say, oh, my God, I wanted to, you know, be able to have that breathtaking moment when they walk in and say, you know, that right there is what I kind of heard. You know, when you walk in, you know, so many times you go into a place, you're like, you know, and there was so many times that you know I had walked into places and I, in different events, and I didn't feel that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I wanted to be able to, to use this gift that God gave me to be able to have that moment, okay. so that they could have that moment.
0: So now I'm going to put you, you on the spot if I could. Okay. Oh, so I want you to I, now, everybody listening, I want everybody to close your eyes. She's getting ready to give us a picture of something beautiful that she said. Did you hear? She said that <gasps> take your breath away type moment. Okay. So no, I want you. Honest, we're getting right? ready. So right. I, I'll, I'll I give, I'll give you the. I'll give you the event. Okay. So my daughter just turned thirteen. Right. Awesome. So my daughter just turned thirteen, and she's a teenager now. She and is. you know. And so walk me into this thirteen, because what I loved about what you said almost made me feel like that you all need to partner in some way wow. in the future, because what you're doing through words you know, and transforming young ladies lives and empowering them every day. And what you're doing through the actual transforming an environment to reflect the elegance within, mm-hmm. I would love to see those two married. Wow. So after they go through, you know, in the future, uh, as God leads you, mm-hmm. when, when that manifests that when, the everyday mentor comes, mm-hmm. I would love in some way to see that rites of passage comes through an, ele- mm. uh, an elegant, manifested event. Mm, yes. I would love to see That's that. I would fun. love to see <laughs> the big mods and the mud and, you mm-hmm. know, Auntie uh, Birdas and <laughs> Auntie Lee Lee and uh, all of those, you know. And then you, everybody has an Auntie Brenda somewhere. You know, everybody got an Auntie Brenda. <laughs> don't like you don't Auntie got an Auntie Brenda? Brenda. No, we related. Now you got my Auntie Brenda. All right. <laughs> right, right. right. So uh, to see the older generation, because what I put down is, I said, uh, how important is mentoring uh, to the success of Generation mm-hmm. Z? Uh, yeah. Tasha, I pitched that to you because... Uh, with you being in media and fashion mm. and so much of that driving the way that people see themselves because they didn't have a Madeira to say, mm-hmm. I don't care if she weighs 85 pounds, you're going to eat these greens anyway. You know, <laughs> I don't care, if you know, uh, whatever happens. But like the self-image was based upon what was spoken to you as a young person. Mm-hmm. But now because of the absence of the Madeiras and the Big mods, uh, they're having to grasp from the media this, this yeah, and right. grasp, you know, their phone. <laughs> yep. uh, so how do how do you plan on or what are you doing to, like, shape and influence media and fashion that is transforming people's lives?
3: By being myself. Okay. Mm. Because Tip. that's the only thing you can do is be you. Okay. And, I mean, and that's easier said than done because a lot of us, we say, oh, just be you, just be you. But you really do have to walk in who you are because yeah. nobody can – mimic you like that's the only gift you got is to be yourself so i mean it took me a while to learn that because you're trying to well who am i who am i like the clutch girl like right. i created that in 2014 okay and then detroit talk tv came like 2016 but then when i dismantled detroit talk tv and i'm like well where, who am i so the clutch girl is kind of like i'm not gonna say my alter ego but it's just the girl who wants to grasp siege and embrace her life so i looked up clutch like what does that mean and that's the exact definition so you just got to grasp who you are and walk in that. So even if it's fashion or something, you don't have to wear a mini skirt. You don't have mm-hmm. to wear booty shorts and tight fitting clothes. You just dress up what you have. And people will see that if you walking in who you are, somebody like you were saying, some young girl, they'll look at you and say, oh, my God, you just carry yourself in such a magnificent way that it's just how do you do that? And it's just being you. That's the best way I can put it. And you can't look at everything you see on social media because everything is cultivated. So people cultivate their social media platforms. Like if someone's sitting around taking photos and they compile all these photos and then choose to ration them out when they want to. So everything is not what it seems to be. So media is what a storyteller wants you to believe.
0: Oh wait a minute! That's powerful. Mm. Let's coin that. Somebody put that in the comments. Uh,
3: that's from Latasha. Media LaTosha, from Latasha. Yeah.
0: Make sure you're the credit. Make sure, yeah. Make sure you make sure you coin. Put down Latasha Chanel Spivey, the Clutch Girl. You said media
3: is the what the storyteller wants you to believe. Is so even the, when I was doing reporting, so okay. if I'm go out and I come do a story about this, what are we doing right now, I'm gonna get the story and then my narrative is. What I created. So the way I tell the story is the way that everybody else is going to portray it. So even 2, 4, and 7, they just portraying stories and telling stories that the way the reporter gets it. Hmm. So it may be you reporting facts, but it still can be changed in a way to distort someone's image or something like even if a photograph you know how you crop people out and you like that's not what that photograph was supposed to mean it's right. still the way the storyteller presents it to you
0: so let's do this now i'm going to put you on the spot um, don't think i, I didn't forget no, to come back on to the you. spot. oh yeah no, I'm, I'm, I'm coming i didn't forget trust me i didn't forget uh so tasha if you were to break down this narrative as the reporter i uh, will just say this is the drawing board nation tv let's do with that okay so this is drawing board oh, nation Lord. tv how would you break down tell this event listen we're going live right now now to the clutch girl latasha chanel spivey she's reporting from the drawing board nation they're live right now to tasha we go tasha
3: where's my pen and paper because this is what i this is why i write okay <laughs> like, well no i'm saying that's good so no.
0: let's let's walk through the process so mm-hmm. you write you you get well the... i
3: like writing more so than being on camera i thought okay. i want to be on camera but that's an, that's a longer story to tell <laughs> but i would just interview each person write down mm-hmm. who's here Okay. Right, I will probably describe the room, green and black. Mm-hmm. Uh the microphones that's in here to give a person a visual if I'm not actually videotaping to give a person a visual of everything that's going on, tell your story, your story, your story, mm-hmm. and of course my story and just take it from there. Like we started, we sat down, we drank coffee and water and just describe everything as it's going on.
0: Okay, so, so I mean I want you to do it though. Go ahead and no. do it, Tosh. Let's go, Tosh. Let's <laughs> go. You put
3: me on the spot. Because I what? I gotta start all over. Yeah. I walked in the
0: door. Man. All right, here we go. <laughs> go.
3: I walked <laughs> in the door and there was only Ebron. That's what I call him. I'm sorry. I'll call you by your first name. That's fine. And I'm sorry, okay, I know your name. The everyday mentor. Yes. Was sitting at the table with the engineer and a guy kept walking back and forth. He asked Ebron to sign a paper. He didn't sign it. He asked for it electronically and we got water sitting here. Yeah, this feels so weird. Like, oh my it's god. It's okay. No, this this is
0: okay. So hey, this is like in the rawest form. She didn't know she was going to have to right, do this. Right. But what now I am in a reporter. Yeah, again. but the reason the reason I did that though is that some young person or somebody yeah. who's seeing you do this in the same way that you heard Mason in the morning and you yeah. when he said that you needed to do something, you said, Well, what do I to see it in front of you and mm-hmm. to see it happening and to see that there is a process to becoming, uh, yes. you know, that that media agent, that uh, news reporter and to see it in live action. Like, oh, OK, no, they didn't. They don't just show up on the mic oh, and no. say, thank you for tuning in to Channel <laughs> 2. You know, no, they don't. It's a whole yeah. process. It's a whole process. So if somebody wanted to get into that. You've just sufficient, uh, sufficiently supplied them the motivation to accomplish their goals. Mm-hmm. And so now what we're going to do is talk about how the imagination plays into seeing a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. So it's the 13th birthday party. All right. All right. Tasha has just reported what's happening with the drawing board nation. Uh, now we're going live to the scene where you've decorated. Mm-hmm. Take us in, Miss Helena. Duh. What do you see?
2: <laughs> okay. Well... Being a teacher of, you know, middle school students for so long. Okay. Um, I do, uh, One of the things That I would love to do For 13 year old girls Is to make them Feel like a princess One thing that I Remember about your daughter That I thought Stood out so much to me As she was quiet And I realized How how she was quiet But I also know That she's a musician So I remember that About her So I would definitely Want it to be Music playing In the background Softly violin Being on the violin Mm -hmm. music As she's walking in Because we want there To be a crowd of people Waiting there for her Uh You know We want there to be A crowd of people So we want some soft Violin music playing while she enters the room, makes her grand entrance. I don't know her favorite color, but I'm going to go ahead and say red because I just want to say that.
0: Okay. <laughs> so yeah. we're going
2: to uh, let her walk know. in. <laughs> right, right. That was a, little <laughs> bit of, that was
0: a delta right. play right That's there. Okay. Right. Right.
2: So we're going to let her go ahead and walk in on the red carpet. Okay. Um, because that does signify royalty. So we're going to let her walk in on the red carpet I'm there. and let her be by herself as she walks down and have the stanchions that cut off the rest of the room so that everything is focused on her so and when she walks in before she walks in she goes through beautiful pipe and drape oh, wow. that is done mm-hmm. so that she walks through there and then she's going into her space Into the back of the room. She's going to clear the whole room. And so there is a canopy with a throne chair waiting for her on the other side of the room. There's also different balloons that are music notes that are around. I see someone playing a violin as she comes through so that she can... They can see it. You know, everyone can see this princess coming in. And so as she goes to her chair, everyone is on and on. And then she has all the different colors. We're going to say red and white. And they're going to be around just to set the
0: atmosphere. Uh, red, (laughs) Red, white, and silver,
2: you know, just to set the atmosphere. And it's just going to be different, soft sequins, different, you know, Shivari chairs So that everyone Could be there We want her family Up front and center You know To welcome her As her friends Welcome her And that's kind of What I see right now
0: Awesome Awesome So listen I know you all <laughs> Saw that with me Did you see that? I saw that
1: I saw the stations yeah. yeah. I yeah. saw it You saw the stations You saw and it. And like the canopy, canopy. Right. right You saw the
2: canopy
0: It yes. was beautiful And That is what you get when you get an elegance manifested experience.
2: Yeah, I had the notes, I knew a little bit about her, and just know a little bit about you. I can take that and will use the gift God gave me to transform it.
0: And so you all heard that here. Now while we're here in that moment where we're you know hearing the violins (laughs) playing and the notes are on the wall and they just happen to be wearing uh, red and white. (laughs) Right. Uh, Right. Yeah, we. Tell them where they can go ahead and tap into your information.
2: Oh, sure, sure. Uh, We would love for you guys to uh, look us up on Instagram. Okay. Um, Elegance Manifested. We are also on Facebook. Okay. Under the same name. Um, And you can see some of our work. You can talk to us. There's a number there uh, on both of those pages to be able to contact us. Uh, We love to talk with you. So, yeah, that's a good place to find us.
0: Okay, great. And while we're doing that, Um, The Everyday Mentor, Tanea Hunter. Where can they find you?
1: I am on Facebook, Tanea Nikki Hunter, and then on Instagram as The Everyday Mentor. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, great. Latasha, where can we find you?
3: Where can you not
0: find me? Where can we (laughs) not find you?
3: Uh, My Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter will be Latasha Spivey, Latasha C. Spivey, and then I just started a Clutch Girl Instagram. So that is the... Period gr- Clutch, period, girl.
0: So, the Clutch, period, girl. No,
3: The, period, Clutch, period, girl. Okay. So I had to separate it because somebody, you know, always using a name that you want. So, okay. And I don't like underscores and periods, but I had to get over that and insert them in my my mm. hash. My, uh what do you call them? Little.
0: Username. Username. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's has gotcha. we live by now. So as we've dove into, like, your motivation, uh, your different giftings. Um, to you know, profess and proclaim, and to motivate, uh, to be able to teach young girls to seize, to grasp, embrace, and it, to embrace mm. um, who they are authentically. Mm. Because you can only live out your life authentically as who you've created to be, living from the inside out rather mm-hmm. than living from outside in. That was and then word. that leads you to a point of transformation. Yeah, and it and it not just leads you to be a young lady or a young man or a woman or a man, but someone of elegance, Mm -hmm. someone who can manifest who they are. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's talk about these bigger pictures because everybody wants something bigger. Everybody wants something better. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to grow. Everybody wants increase. Everybody wants Mm -hmm. empowerment. I, I asked somebody one time, I said, in this moment, what are you getting ready to do that you would need empowerment? Because a person who's going nowhere mm. and doing nothing uh, may not need empowerment at that moment. I know you're thinking, mm-hmm. well, if they, you know, they may need empowerment. I saw you thinking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if they're not doing anything, they may to, may need to be empowered to, to get, uh, you know, offered of enough yeah. to do something. Right. I get that. But I'm saying those who, because I believe everything uh, is reduced in its lowest common denominator of something called a decision. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, life mm-hmm. does take us up and down mm-hmm. in some places, but I believe that we yeah, I believe that we have to get to a point where we go beyond motivation, uh, where yes. we go beyond empowerment. Mm-hmm. and I believe that place is called a land of decision yeah. because after you've been motivated, after you've been empowered, you have to bring that to some tangible uh, resources mm-hmm. and do something about what it is that you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so here are some things that I know that as we approach this topic of bigger, uh, the chapter starts off like this. It says overwhelmed, stressed, exhausted, frustrated, hopeful. Have you ever experienced these emotions based upon the weight of life's responsibilities and possibilities? Like, have you ever felt the tug of what could be versus what, it, what you're currently doing? Like, I'm talking to visionaries here. Yes. And so one of the things that pains the visionary is that you? You go into, I would say, go into the spirit or what it is that you believe, and you can see it. I mean, you can mm-hmm. see it crystal clear. I mean, nope. you see yourself on okay. all of the media <laughs> right. platforms. You see yourself standing on stages <laughs> with thousands of yes. young people, mm-hmm. and then going down into young uh, to groups. It's almost like you know, after somebody's come to Christ, they need that uh, teaching mm-hmm. and training, mm-hmm. and that's where you come in with that teaching and training and helping young people to manifest who they are, not just getting that generic word, but a specific mm-hmm. word that mm-hmm. comes to them. Mm-hmm. And then teaching people, hey, if you're going to do it, do it big, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> and being able to see beyond the current limitations mm-hmm. of what their future has, you know, what people have said their future is, like, you feel that tug. Right. So now what do we do? Mm-hmm. I remember you talked about, uh um you said you went through some health challenges, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it seems like health challenges come at a time where you were getting ready to thrust forward. I, I
1: thought that I w- it was. It was so ironic because the network marketing company I was with, I told my husband, like, this is it. Like, I, like, I'm going full force. I was working with teams and doing different things. And then, like, literally, August 30th, like, 2016, stonewalled. Like, mm-hmm. just stonewalled. And then it was how the Everyday Mentor unofficially was born. I'm thinking... I can't do what I'm trying to do. Like, I'm trying to do this over here. And then this just was birth. It it evolved from that. I'm thinking, wow, here I am laid up. I can't do anything, but yet I'm encouraging. Yet I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, mentoring. And nobody knew, I and no shade to anybody else, I'm just not one of those that's going to post on Facebook, hey, had surgery, doing this, doing that. So when people found out, like, wait a minute, like you were recovering and you were still, like, posting and mentoring, it, it's just, is one of those things where it was actually birthed through the health challenge. And it, to me, it seems like it brought forth something greater. It sprung forth something greater because of even just some of the things that God did through me and for me through the health challenge.
0: Yeah. It sounded like you repurposed that pain. Yeah. So mm-hmm. tell me uh, in that moment. So 2016, bam, Stonewall, take me to that moment. Like, what did you feel in that moment? Cause somebody is at that moment right now in Stonewall mm-hmm. what did you feel
1: <laughs> I literally told my husband I said God has hijacked my life mm-hmm. as if as as if I actually like was in control of it anyway, anyway but exactly. some mm-hmm. ridiculous way I thought that I was like oh I'm I'm doing this. Like, I know this person, I'm doing this. And I kept telling him, I said, God has like hijacked my life. Mm -hmm. And he said, stop saying that. He was like, it was never your life. It was never yours. Mm So what came was actually a surrender. Because I was trying wow. to just do so much on my own, and I, I'm thinking like, okay, God, I see this. Come on, you come with me. Mm-hmm. But he's like, yeah, I showed you that, but it wasn't for tomorrow. Oh, right. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't <laughs> for yeah. next week. It's like, like okay, I'm just going to keep letting you run. And, you know, when you're ready, I'm standing right here. But mm-hmm. I literally hit the wall, and I was like, okay, I'm I'm yours. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done. Mm-hmm. So, However you want to do this. And even coming here tonight, I was like, God, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, it's going to go like this. He's going to ask me this. And he just said, be you. Mm -hmm. He he said, just be you. He was Mm -hmm. like, nothing else. This is exactly what I want. He said, this time you're going to do it my way. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I said, okay, because I can admit that's something that I have not done when it comes to like, ideas and things that I've had, I figure I'm kind of smart. You gave me the intelligence. Mm -hmm. So let's run and do it this way. He said, no, we're going to do it this way. So a surrender came at that moment.
0: Wow! Right. So what I'm thinking about now sitting here, it's almost like confluence where two different rivers actually meet up. Mm -hmm. And so where what you intended and what he planned actually came to a crossroads, Mm -hmm. not that he needed Mm -hmm. uh, the illness, to have that surrender, mm. but when he gave you the opportunity to surrender, you took it. And look how many, had you not begun the unofficial, the everyday mentor, how many people would not have been inspired? How many people would not have been motivated? What ha, what would have been their outcome had they not had that, God used you to inject that word at mm-hmm. that moment? Mm-hmm. And so these are mm. things that we have to consider when, you know, some of us are just, um gifted with the ability or called to suffer for christ's sake and so clearly you know he looked before him he saw the joy that was set before him watch this enduring the cross Mm -hmm. all right watch this though despising the shame Mm -hmm. so yeah no you didn't want to go through that but that Mm -hmm. that activity brought a surrender and now we're looking at the everyday mentor oh hashtag bars let's do it (laughs) hashtag bars Bars All right Bar. Yeah Bars Somebody go ahead And put the little Cornball message Right there I felt right, it. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's okay I felt it though I was flowing Don't get me started No but uh, And so to Helena When you started Your business When you were looking At having a bigger picture you Now what you're doing As a teacher Is a very honorable profession uh, So I'll stop right now On behalf of everybody In the world Say thank you For being a teacher And an educator Near and dear and if we don't have teachers, we won't be taught.
3: That's true. Uh,
0: if we That's don't true. have teachers, we won't grow. Mm-hmm. If we don't have teachers, the opportunity uh, that exists before us will not be exposed because mm-hmm. you do that job of cultivating that those raw materials. Yeah. And sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, uh, when you when you're doing, let's just say, the potter and the clay. Uh, mm. it's some it's some shards of glass, it's some <laughs> shards of uh, other metal objects, <laughs> metal. other things that are, are actually cutting you while you're trying to mold, and, and uh, you continue to do that, but God expanded. I heard, yeah. I love you said by profession, you're a teacher, mm. but you're a decorator by gift. Break it me. down. I know you sat down and thought about that for a while. <laughs> so what does that mean?
2: Um, well, you know... You know, I do believe that teaching is a gift, too, so I don't want to, you know, discount that. Okay. Um, But I do know that—and it's just so amazing to me what she said uh, because that's kind of what happened in my life because I was teaching in Inkster Public Schools, and when Inkster Public Schools closed down, and my husband and I both were teaching there, Okay. Um, and it kind of—when it came to a close, it kind of hit everybody like— a smack in the face. And so even though I I don't believe that that was, what God wanted for all of that to happen but I do know that there are different things that happen in your life that God will make for you to turn to a way that he's turning Mm -hmm. you to so I don't believe that I ever would have done this had it not been for that because I had a a girlfriend who taught next door to me who would come in there you know how we call each other you know your last name Williams what you gonna do they laying off people because I was one of the you know last people to be hired like they laying off people what you gonna do what you gonna do I'm like I don't know Jesus I'm just thinking Mm -hmm. about it but as that time went on then God began Began to breathe that into me. And then the whole decorating bit, and then the name, and then doing some things, you know towards that so that's kind of how all of it got started and how I kind of you know realized even though I've always known that I've had the gift to do I would always do things in my hands you know I went to school and this is what I decided to do and then God just kind of put me in a position to where this is it so when you're saying like bigger you know that I started this in 2013 and then you know and that's why I said I lean on that that scripture you know what i'm saying that you know your gift will make room for you and it will and god will put you in front of great being right. with the gift so in 2013 i started the decorating and then i went through thinking like well i can you know i would go and decorate different places different halls and i say well lord why don't i have a hall and so after that by 2016 i opened a hall and i still have my hall
0: okay where is um, that at go is, ahead give us the address yeah. oh,
2: Sure, let me go ahead 968 north newberg <laughs> All right. And in if we Westland, want, Michigan. In
0: Westland. If we want to rent that out, how do we contact you? Please,
2: please. Please go to our website, affairsbyelegance.com, and you can get our phone number, and our phone number is 734-725-5866.
0: Excellent. Hold your next event at <laughs> right. Affairs by yes. Elegance.
2: You would love to host oh. your next event. Absolutely. Yeah, so that, made it, that helped, you know, with the bigger two. So I saw then that that gift made room for me. And so mm. even though I have a, you know, a degree in English and everything, and, you know, and I started looking at the Word of God and studying it more, didn't necessarily say my degree would make room for me. For me, he said, "My gift will make room
0: for me. Absolutely, so
2: my gift has been making room, and that's how I'm seeing the bigger, you know. And so that's where when your chapter, you know, the, your book. That's why I get to see the bigger, and then you get the frustration, like you said, and then the hope because you're like, "Oh God, I, I'm gonna do this," but Lord, you're bringing me here, and so I understand exactly what you're saying all at one time. I have all those emotions in a range of two minutes, you Absolutely. know. saying <laughs> when you're thinking about the bigger.
0: Right. You know? But the great thing is that when you persevere and press on yeah. and that we learn to think beyond our emotions, yes. uh, we get mm. a chance to inherit the promise. Amen. Because so many people, I can hear you now, like, I want to start this business, but <laughs> I don't have the finances. Yes. Uh, I'm at a crossroads in my life and I feel a certain way about it. And sometimes, especially when watch this, the Inkster public school system closing down had nothing to do with you oh. personally. But something was happening on a grander scale yes. that impacted you. Yes. And it could have made you bitter, and I mm-hmm. I can hear all my church folks go ahead and say it. Bitter mm-hmm. and not better. 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 Okay, switch <laughs> out the letter. There you go. All right. And uh I, while you were while you were testifying, sharing your story, uh, it reminded me, he said, you know, uh I could hear some a preacher hooping. Uh <laughs> what you thought was a setback. Yes. God amen. had it as a setup. this right. for a what? For a comeback. comeback. Yeah, there you yes! go. <laughs> all right, yes. Yeah. So I need a Hammond B three right in here with me right now. And so Tosh, uh when we talk about setups and setbacks and comebacks and all of these different things, like walk us through that journey because from what you hear from each person here, myself included, uh that there was like almost like a cliffhanger moment where it was like, I'm out here, Lord. Uh I had this planned, this happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still need to provide for my family. Yeah. I need yeah. to do this and that. But, Lord, I know, not that I guess, I know there's a bigger picture. Right. I can hear you. You're probably a Mary Mary fan. Uh, he didn't oh, yeah. bring you this far <laughs> to leave you. Uh, you know you got
3: to put that on. Yeah, younger. I know. Look, I, heard, uh, okay, I can see Tasha now in the car, too, in, right. in,
0: the, in the car with the tears coming down, <laughs> trusting Damn. God. I know you didn't bring me this far. Right. Uh just to leave me, I right? I think that's
3: everybody had that like little moment. Okay. I think it came like 2016. I graduated from Wayne State. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so I know I got this broadcasting degree. Boom. I'm about to just have a job on channel two or something like up. This is what I'm thinking, like, you know, I'm about to have this great job. Then uh, no. June come, I was like, you know, I'm gonna move to North Carolina. So I moved to North Carolina with my dad. Um, that was in June. I moved back in July. So oh, Okay. <laughs> like oh. end of July I was back in Detroit. Yeah, thirty days. Yeah. Right. Long story. Okay. So I get back and I'm like, okay, so what am I supposed to do? I don't have no degree, I don't have no job offers. And I said, Well, I'm just gonna do it myself. And I started, I sat down with a piece of paper and I'm like, Okay, Jesus, what is it that you want me to do? Like, why did I do all this to not have anything? Right. right. So The Detroit Talk just came to me like I was looking for a name and the Detroit Talk came up. I'm like, well, you know, I can hire people and have a talk show. I want to be on TV. I want to put something on TV. Everything that I wanted to do, I put people on TV, three hosts on a talk show. I didn't pay them not a dollar. Mm -hmm. They did it. I I didn't have no money. So money just... God put it in my pocket to pay for airtime on television. Mm -hmm. So I had three shows on television. Then that wasn't working out. Then I said, okay, well, I'm going to just take it to the streets and do it myself and get out here with a microphone and a camera person. My camera girl, I didn't pay her not no money. Shout out to Lanice, the camera girl.
0: (laughs) Lanice, camera girl, no money, still did it. (laughs) Hold it down. Yes, that's called uh, No New Friends. We got to make sure we link up with people who see the vision and the resources will come.
3: She came to every, like we was everywhere in the city of Detroit talking to people and just doing it. And then, I don't know, the ball just dropped. And that was 2016, 2017. And then I sat in the corner for a long time and the clutch girl, popped back up like well you created this why are you not doing anything with it and you like to write like i said i the being on tv was just like a i think it was vanity that i wanted but it didn't do nothing for me like it didn't fulfill me to be on tv even though people would say oh my god you're pretty why you don't want to be on tv and you like it doesn't do anything for me but i can put somebody else on tv i'm fulfilled if i'm putting somebody else on tv or i'm telling a story from behind the scenes so that's where i'm at now
0: Okay, that's good. So is The Clutch Girl, is that a book? Is that coming it's out? Go-
3: oh, my God. It's going to be a book one day.
0: Just one that's- day. I always tell people, uh, I say it in all my talks, I say, you know when someone hasn't started writing on it, mm-hmm. when they tell you what? That I'm working, working on it. All right.
3: Well, I guess I write it every day because if I'm making blog posts right now, it's a blog. So,
0: Where, where can we find this blog at?
3: Theclutchgirl.com
0: Theclutchgirl.com Make sure you go check out that blog What do you talk about on, on your blog?
3: Everyday things like, like like what? One day I was headed to my interview for a job And my car just uh, uh,
0: Wait a minute I heard the motivation for the My job like, <laughs> uh, Yes No I didn't want to go No Yes
3: and, My but, boss might be watching Hold on It's okay <laughs>
0: but, Listen But here's the thing The only reason I paused you right there Is because There's somebody who feels uh like, oh, right now I need to be pursuing this when like that will come. Sometimes you have to go back to the drawing board. Oh my god. Work that was a
3: Work listen, work work
0: this. this mm-hmm. Use use those resources. Watch this. Study what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes be willing to make less and mm-hmm. get an experience. Oh, I know. Trust mm-hmm. me. Listen, you are talking about <laughs> <laughs> if I gave you some numbers about when I had to go back to the drawing board, yeah. degreed and all of this, mm. and I, ooh, oh, I what, what was coming up in that paycheck, yeah. my God. But it opened right? a bigger door. And so uh, like when you're – I want to not overlook the fact that you had a dream. Mm-hmm. You set some goals. You did what Rebecca said, which is actually mm-hmm. the verse – that I use at the beginning of this chapter, write the vision, make it plain. So they, that see it may run with it. Said the vision, though it tarry, it won't tarry. Wait on it for the vision shall speak and it will not lie. All of these Mm -hmm. things that are in the word. You said that you wanted to be on TV Mm -hmm. and that you wrote it down. You got three hosts. You were on TV under resourced, Mm -hmm. but you made it happen. Watch this with no money. So this is for those who say, I have this dream. But right now, I don't have any money. Latasha Spivey, the clutch girl, is removing every one of your excuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had no money. She ended up getting three hosts. They were on TV. Something didn't work out. She didn't stop. She had Lanise. Shout out, no money, Lanise. <laughs> you probably rolling in the dough right now. I know, Lanise. Listen, whatever you do for others, particularly from your heart, you will never lose. Oh, uh, you can only be taken advantage of. When you say that that person has taken advantage of you because your reward comes from God. Now, if you're doing it to be men pleases and doing it for men, well, that's your reward. Mm-hmm. But if you're literally doing it from a well-intended place, no matter what somebody does, they can never take advantage of you because you will reap what it is that you sow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Tasha, as you were on your way to the interview for your job. <laughs> uh, for my
3: job. Yeah. Like, that was a moment. Okay. The, um... Something fell from the bottom of my car. I don't know what it was. Mm. I'm like, oh my god, I'm not gonna be able to get to this uh, interview on time. Then I'm riding on the freeway. It's like sparks flying. Oh, so geez. I'm calling my mom. I'm like, where's the nearest? I was in Hamtramck. I'm like, where's the nearest um, like mechanic? And she was like, I don't know. It's mechanics all over Hamtramck. Just find one. So I pull up to this shop, and I was like, uh, something fell from the bottom of my car. It's like I had to be there at I think nine o'clock. It's like eight fifty right now. Oh. So wow. I'm like, okay, listen here, Jesus. I know I need this job, so something got to happen. I get to the mechanic. He was like, uh, pull the car on the hoist. He pull it up. He was like, zip, zip, zip. I said, okay, how much do I owe you? You take credit cards? He's like, yeah, but you're good. I'm like, are you serious? Okay, I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Okay, I hop on to Davidson. I get to my job <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> at 9.05. Like, I'm, I'm late. Wow. So that's the type of things I wrote about. So I'm saying, like, facing adversity. Because right. I could have just stopped and cried like I probably would have did in the past. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, this is not going to work out. But I kept going and kept going. So those type of things or events that happen, it's like the adventures of my life. Okay. I just write about it.
0: So can I position that? Let's. I want to position that uh, from two perspectives, right? Mm-hmm. So we talk about adversity, right? But mm-hmm. When you are a child of the Most High God, in the midst of adversity, favor shows up, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, if you think about it, we can, especially if we're talking about a media person. Uh, like when they were talking about Katrina, uh, when it was a Caucasian family, they said they were looking for food for their family. When it was a black family, they said that they were looting. Right. Mm-hmm. So now, when we look in, when we're looking at our life. We can look at that like, oh man, she was, that's why she shouldn't have been going to that job anyway. I can, I can hear some people Mm -hmm. saying that. Like, Mm -hmm. that's why she shouldn't, she shouldn't have done that. On the, on the converse side, uh, you were pursuing and moving forward because you had things to do for your family. Mm -hmm. And so the favor of God kicked in. You were in, watch this, uncharted territory. (laughs) You didn't know where to go. You called a person who you thought could give you some wisdom. The wisdom was, Get to where you need to get to no matter where it is. Get in there. it's mechanics everywhere. Right? And so that wisdom came. Watch this. Gave you confidence to go into a place you didn't even know Mm -hmm. and was like, yo, hey, something fell from my car. Now, you know, going into a mechanic shop with that kind of description can generally lead to a $1,500, $2,000. Oh, listen, your whole car is falling apart at the bottom. (laughs) Um, you're going to need every new part on the bottom of here, you know? Uh, it's going to take us about three weeks and then we have to charge you for a, uh, you know, a fee every day. But what happened was the favor of God showed up, got you together and in less than 15 minutes, what looked like was going to keep you from getting to your destination to accomplish your goal of acquiring that job, God answered. Amen. Yes, amen, amen, That's powerful, right? Yeah. Like when, so, you, when you say it, yeah. No, but I'm saying like, of course, the experience of it sucked. Like, let's just be real. Right. To experience right. that sucked. I know. I went yeah. through that before. I was mm-hmm. going to get a job. Watch this. You're talking about degree. The job was paying maybe $30,000. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, mm-hmm. man. And I was coming from some different numbers. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> I needed to go. Watch this. I turned, get ready to turn into the parking lot. The whole power steering and the shaft just and now I'm in it was two thousand eight. Uh so this is like two thousand eleven. So the car is only three years old. So it's not like I wasn't in I know I know somebody said, Oh, he was probably in a beater. No, I wasn't. <laughs> all right. Uh and when I turned, get ready to turn into the parking lot, mm-hmm. the whole shaft thing just dropped from the car. Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of the street in Gross Point. Okay. Mm. And so this is what I did. I know y'all probably going to laugh. I called a tow truck, and I left that car in the middle of the street <laughs> and went in for the interview.
2: Oh, that's what I want to do.
0: I did. And I went in there. We're working out. And yes. I said, oh, yeah. went through the whole interview, the <laughs> tow truck man calling. I'm like, I can't leave right now. He's going to have to wait. You know? Right. And then when I finished, got everything taken uh-huh. care of, was able to get things done, uh, was able to converse with the gentleman. And he knew at that point, like, Ebron, I know that you're going to qualify for something greater than this, so I'm not going to waste your time. I'm not going to waste my time. And then that's when I had that conversation with him. I don't know if you all know that story I tell, but I was a little upset because I needed a job. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of slammed my hand on the desk a little bit. You know how it is when you get a little frustrated. And I was like, listen, I need a job. You need an employee. Let's make this happen. And he was like, let me tell you, I would, but I know that as soon as something greater comes along, mm, you got to live you're going to leave. And I would expect you to. But at that point, I just was sharing the fact that I also had the car trouble <laughs> that you had. But thank God yours worked out a little better than mine. All right? all right. And so at this time, when we're thinking about bigger, and we have about six minutes left, I want to talk about uh, about five minutes left. I want to talk to you all about I'm throwing my first conference this year. Mm-hmm. So I am hosting my first conference. It's going to be called Okay, let me I can do you now. It's going to be in lights. And, no, it's going to be called the Drawing Board Experience. Oh, I'm going to have six power-packed impact speakers. Awesome. They're going to come forth, they will each share the stage for 10 minutes only. So you have to come with your I told them oh. I said come with your hottest 10 minutes. Yes. Whatever story you're going to tell because people they get motivated, but you yeah. can't keep them there all day because motivation is like gas, you know. People once it's, once you know you run it out of the car then it's like I'm back in the same place again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you got to come with your stories. I have an artist that's coming, and he's going to be painting a picture the entire hour that the show is actually going on. So you'll be able to see him painting or being at the drawing board while the conference oh is going on. Mm, my nice. daughter is going to be the violinist for the day, oh. um, getting a, the, a step team coming in, just to come kind of to provide a well-balanced experience and just really an extension of me. If you know mm-hmm. anything about me, you know, I love to dance. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I love to have fun. Some of you all saw the little funny love, post I love, I love. <laughs> when I was up there, you know, gigging a little bit. And for those who I grew up with in Fort Wayne, Indiana, they were commenting, now this is the Andre we know. This is right. what we remember. Uh, But just providing that well-balanced experience and uh, I'll have vendors there uh, where people can go from motivation to actualization uh, Mm -hmm. in that same experience where you can get motivated and then you can come out and get the resource that's necessary to get started. So uh, I finish with this and I always say uh, that your future is not behind you Mm -hmm. and your future is not before you, but your future is within you, Mm -hmm. Uh, the gifts that you spoke of the adversity and the favor of God that you spoke of, the ability to proclaim and profess no matter if you get stonewalled or not, that you redirect and you repurpose that pain and that you use it to motivate, encourage, and empower somebody else. So this is the drawing board experience. You can catch Andre Ebron here every Tuesday night from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Ladies, thank you all for coming on. We've had an awesome, awesome time. And where can they find you again, last round? I'm on Facebook, Tanea Nikki Hunter,
1: and on Instagram, The Everyday Mentor.
2: I'm on Instagram, Elegance Manifested, as well as Facebook at Elegance Manifested.
3: And I'm
0: Latasha C. Spivey, the clutch girl. You can look it up. All right. Listen. (laughs) All right. So, listen, God bless you all. Stay warm out there. Uh, 30 or 40 below. Make sure you get somewhere that's warm. Watch this. And familiar. Your own house. Okay. Get to your own house. Praise God. The Lord. All right. God bless (laughs) y'all. Have a great evening.